Hello, and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting over episode 16 of Neon Genesis Evangelion. If you'd like to watch along, start watching now. So things have sort of returned to the status quo, I guess. If you recall, last we left off, there was something weird going on in Terminal Dogma where Ritsuko, or excuse me, Misato and Kaji were taking a look at what they referred to as Adam down there. But now we're just going back to the sort of slice of life between Misato, Asuka, and Shinji. The dynamic doesn't seem to have changed very much with Asuka sort of nagging everyone. Asuka still seems sour about that whole interaction between Misato and Kaji. Of course, that isn't helped by a voicemail she just received. So as what's quickly becoming a staple of what the pilots do, they're taking another synchronization test. And they're also investigating who they refer to as the third child. I'll take that back. The third child just references Shinji. I'm getting ahead of myself. However, what's notable for this test is that, for the first time, Shinji did better than Asuka. And she really doesn't take that well. I 
So naturally, Asuka's really complaining to the only other person who would have any sort of understanding of what's going on. That, of course, being Rey. But, typical to Rey, she doesn't really care. So in what is presumably the next day, things get a little weird as what is presumably the next angel shows up. It sort of reminds me of um, an M.C. Escher painting or drawing or illustration or whatever you'd call it. So interestingly, this angel just sort of appeared out of nowhere, and it's deviating from what previous angels have done before it, in that it doesn't have a detectable AT field. So Shinji's deployed in Unit 1 to go take it on, along with Ray in Unit 0 and Asuka in Unit 2. They're just sort of playing it cool right now, given that there's not a whole lot they know about this thing. Frankly, the last time they fought an angel that was a bizarre geometric thing, that was the fifth angel, and all things considered, that was pretty rough going on everybody. So I guess it makes sense that Misato is taking a cautious approach. Of course, things are going a little less than ideal because Shinji's sort of gotten it into his head that he's the best. I mean, I guess it's good that he's confident for once, but, you know, now's not the time to start poking people about that. Especially given how explosive Asuka is on the best of days. So they appear to have a tentative plan for what positions they need to get into to effectively fight. And there's a fair bit of maneuvering going on as their umbilical cables get caught around buildings. Ultimately, things are very tense. Shinju's repeatedly asking them if they're in position. But without really waiting for anything, he engages. So now the angel's shadow, or what is apparently its shadow, has appeared beneath Unit 1 and is slowly sucking it in like quicksand.
So in typical fashion when things go wrong, the plug fails to eject and Shinji ends up being totally engulfed along with Unit 1. Unit 0 and Unit 2 begin engaging in earnest, but it seems like no matter what they do, nothing is really effective. Asuka nearly manages to avoid the same fate that Unit 1 suffered by jumping from its shadow. But it looks like all the buildings and things that get caught in its shadow suffer the same fate. So Misato gives the order to pull back, and she's obviously distraught about it, but Ray, for a second, questions it, saying, you know, we can't go without Shinji, but ultimately she complies. So the situation becomes a little bit more dire. They pulled out Unit 1's umbilical cable, and that's all there was. Ritsuko estimates that if Shinji plays it cool, Eva's power for its life support systems can last him 16 hours before things start to get really dicey. Of course, Shinji being who he is, I wouldn't expect him to keep a cool head in this situation. So Asuka's being a little cavalier about the entire situation. And interestingly enough, this seems to rankle Ray. I feel like Masato's taking things a little bit too by the book here. I mean, yeah, Shinji did ultimately screw up, but I don't think punishment is the right course of action after surviving what he'll survive, assuming he does. So cutting back to Shinji, uh, wherever he is, he is stuck in essentially a featureless white expanse so it looks like Ritsuko is doing some advanced physics here and it seems like the shadow is the actual body of the angel and the three-dimensional object we saw was its shadow. So it's like some weird fourth-dimensional being that leaves a three-dimensional shadow. Fortunately for Shinji, he had the presence of mind to activate life support mode. But he's already been in there for over 12 hours. 
So at this point in time, he begins freaking out, and understandably so. But I think the most pertinent line we get from this is that he mentions that the plug smells like blood. And that's a, that's a neat little bit of foreshadowing for things that will become clear later. So meanwhile, Ritsuko's got a harebrained scheme of how they can potentially take care of the situation. However, it's likely that her plan will get the Evangelion itself back, but Shinji would likely not survive. Indeed, she goes as far as to say that the pilot's life is irrelevant, prompting Misato to full-on slap her across the face. So this this is where their different personalities really come to a head here. Misato is ultimately caring about the pilots where Ritsuko doesn't. And when it comes down to life or death things like this, they really start butting heads. Interestingly enough, Ritsuko declares that she's taking over command of this operation. And I guess with my poultry understanding, she didn't have the authority to do that, but apparently she does. Misato sort of reflects that this probably has something to do with the human instrumentality project, of which she has been left in the dark. So back with Shinji... Things are starting to get a little trippy and psychedelic. So something is talking to Shinji, and it claims to be him. Like a, a sort of, um... Well, I guess his subconscious or something like that. Or the Shinji that is observed by others. So Shinji's sort of flashing back to various times when Asuka, Rei, and Misato have sort of called him out. And he's thinking about his relationship with his father. And I guess if Shinji were to really put his mind to it, he could learn something about himself and thereby improve as a person. There's also this weird imagery of Shinji sitting across from his younger self on a train carriage. I guess that's sort of symbolic of this... I guess, limbo within the angel.
So back outside the Angel, Mission Control is stating that by this point, EVA Unit 1 is probably out of power. So notably, Ritsuko is going to move the schedule up just so there's like a slim hope they can save Shinji, but she doesn't seem like it's her top priority. It's more of a token gesture, really. So Shinji continues to have this conversation with this manifestation of himself. And now the conversation is sort of focused on his mother and father. So I guess in a rare moment of lucidity, Shinji notices that it's starting to become very cold and the air is becoming stale in the Evangelion, really signaling that, you know, things are getting very, very close to falling out entirely. Now, before he can finally die, it seems he is approached by his mother, whether this is a hallucination or an act of Unit 1. Back on the outside, Units 0 and 2 are standing by the Angel and they're prepared to carry out the operation as Ritsuko's described. But before the operation can commence, the ground and the shadow that's underneath it, or above it rather, is being torn apart violently. Similarly, the three-dimensional shadow is also undergoing some sort of turmoil I guess it's easy to see why when Unit 1's hand, followed shortly by its head, bursts through it, causing it to spray blood all over the place. This is one of those really disturbing scenes with Unit 1. So it's tearing its way out of the Angel, it's absolutely soaked in blood, and it's giving this terrifying roar. So, even Ritsuko is unsettled by this display. However, notably, Misato is thinking conspiratorially about, like, what what's the deal with all this? You know, there's clearly something more to Unit 1 than Nerve has been telling me. Something's not right.
So ultimately, Shinji made it out of the angel. And the first sight he is greeted with is Misato opening the entry plug and breaking down in tears. So now they're soaking down Unit 1, presumably to wash off all the blood. And while that's going on, Gendo and Ritsuko are talking. Interestingly, Ritsuko is bringing up Misato's suspicions. And about how if Shinji and Rei truly found out what the deal was, they would certainly be very upset. So this sort of lends credence to the idea that there is absolutely something going on, and it's absolutely not good. Alright, that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. See you, Space Cowboy.